Welcome. You're listening to The Aligned Self, conversations in creating a conscious and abundant life. This is Daniel DeNovi. I'll be your guide and host. Let's see just where we can take this. Hello, friend, and welcome back to the conversation. You know, tomorrow, as this is being released, tomorrow is May 4th, 2022. And it marks my third wedding anniversary. Now, I've been together with my wife for 12 years, but it's only three years being married. And one of the things that took me so long in asking her is that I felt married to her. We felt married. We felt partnered right from the beginning. In fact, a lot of people would interact with us and refer to my wife before we were married as my wife and vice versa. Even psychics would mention, you know, talk to us as if we were married. And when it was brought up, usually by my partner, saying, well, we're not married, they would always say, well, spiritually you are. So three years ago, we had the wedding ceremony, and everything went perfectly, although nothing went according to plan. Not exactly to plan. We still achieved the same result. We achieved the result that we were after, But little things here and there just didn't really flow or go the way we had envisioned it, especially on the front end. You know, we picked the date, you know, May 4th here in Texas is relatively or typically in the low 80s and beautiful, sunny, and it was stormy. We got married on a Saturday and by Wednesday they were forecasting rain Thursday, Friday and Saturday all day long. And Saturday was supposed to be off and on, but high probability of rain. Well, our wedding was taking place outside. And Kimberly says to me, you need to do something about the weather. We need sunshine Saturday afternoon. So I made an arrangement with the universe and said, you can release everything on Thursday and Friday. It can be torrential. And even through the night on Saturday morning. But it needs to stop about 9 or 10 because, you know, things have to dry out by the afternoon. And (laughs) all hell broke loose on Friday night. But what's interesting is that it rained all day Thursday, stopped about noon on Friday, was fine for the rehearsal around 2 o'clock, 2.30, and then started raining again at 5 o'clock as we were all moving to the restaurant. And then all hell broke loose. It was windy and stormy and just torrential downpour. And it was that way all through the night until about 9 o'clock the next morning. And then it stopped. It just moved out of the area. It just cleared right up. And it was beautiful in the afternoon. And because it was so humid, though, my wife had issues with her hair. She couldn't style it the way she wanted to. And she had to take another approach. Key people were late or didn't even make it to the to the wedding. And the DJ missed a cue on, you know, the, the processional walk. And just a series of things. We, we had it recorded, video recorded, and the video never came out and never actually recorded. They were there with the camera, and I don't know what happened. But there was no video We did get the audio. We got the audio recording. And since I'm a broadcaster, a podcaster, and I'm highly auditory, that works for me. I'm also highly visual, but I do kind of miss that. But I have have the images burnt in my head. 
And then later, I guess something happened with the air conditioning, and we didn't have air. We were dancing and having dinner, and we had to open up the doors to cool it down. The evening was beautiful. Now, to tell you the truth, I forgot a lot about this. I was discussing it with my wife, and we were talking about our attitude about going into the ceremony, going into the reception, and how it changed everything. And frankly, I had forgotten all of the little details, all the little snafus or the things that didn't work out, because in my mind, it was perfection. And if you ask anyone that was there, they will tell you that it was perfect. It was beautiful. I had people coming up to me saying it was one of the most beautiful ceremonies they'd ever witnessed. And I think the reason for that is because of the love that we were able to express to each other. I was completely in the moment. My wife was completely in the moment. We only had eyes for each other. We were nowhere else but in that moment. And when you show up in life like that, completely present and in the moment, the energy is undeniable. The power that you have in life is undeniable. Now, what I want to tell you, though, is this attitude that we had is that no matter what happened, it was going to be perfect. Everything would work out. Everything would be exactly the way it was supposed to be. In fact, sometimes when things don't work out exactly, looking back on it, it's even more memorable, more amazing. Because when it goes exactly according to plan, that doesn't sound like much of an adventure to me. It sounds too scripted, too rehearsed. Especially around weddings. I think some people get too tied up and everything coming out perfectly. It has to be the right setting, the right table setting. People spend thousands and thousands of dollars. We spent a few thousand dollars, but nothing like a lot of people. It was at least half or a third of what most people spend on a, on a wedding. But that's not my point. It's the attitude that you have in it. And it's like it's perfection if you get the end result exactly how you get there. And, you know, when even though when things didn't work out exactly, it was all by divine timing. It was all orchestrated by the universe to be an amazing celebration. Because we took responsibility for the things that we could control and left the rest up to the universe. Now, the weather, I work cooperatively with the universe. And I know some of you might just think it's coincidence. But, you know, I threw out an intention. And it's interesting when things pan out according to the intention that I set with the weather. And I think one reason, now I don't think I can change, you know, control all the weather, just the area in my domain, you know, just my sphere of influence. Because frankly, I don't want to control everything. And the only reason I tell you is not to impress you, but to impress upon you just how powerful we are, just how powerful you are when you are aligned, when your heart is aligned with your mind and your body, and you believe it, you have a belief that you come from. Belief is all-powerful. You might even try this yourself. Pick a day on the calendar and just focus on that day. When you see it on the calendar, see it illuminated, see it bright, see it as if it's going to have amazing energy. It's going to be sunny and beautiful and just simply amazing. Like everything's going to go right on this day and then you release it and just test it for yourself release the energy around it release the expectation just assume that it will happen and then occasionally between now and then you just think about how amazing how beautiful that day is going to turn out and it might rain it might turn out you know differently than that but it will feel beautiful it will be an amazing day 
And I have to say, when I did that for our wedding, I already had help there because we had already intended for the three months leading up to it that it would be a beautiful day. It would be a beautiful ceremony. It would, it would, everything would work out. It didn't have to turn out exactly how we planned it, but it would be perfect however it come about because the universe is always conspiring on our behalf. And so you do take action on the things that you can control, inspired action, and then leave the rest up to the universe. Turn it over to the management. Now, I got a message yesterday that one of my clients is participating, is auditioning right now for the Philharmonic Orchestra in Philadelphia. And there's an aspect of that that is outside of his control. All he can do is show up and be in the zone, be with the music. It's how he's being in it that will make the difference. And just like my wedding ceremony, the attitude that we set up for this is that whatever happens, him playing professionally in an orchestra somewhere in the world is inevitable. It may be this one. It may be another one. If it doesn't work out here, it's going to happen somewhere else. So our attitude is that everything will be turning out perfectly in the end. If the details don't pan out exactly as intended, it's still going to work out because he's done the preparation. He's done the work. He's done the practice. He's put himself in a position. He's done the inspired action. And he's taken on the attitude of fun. So in other words, he's done everything within his power. He's done all the inspired action that he can take. The rest is to divine timing. And while I'm not there with him specifically, I'm hoping he's bringing the attitude of detachment to the entire process and just being all that he can be in that moment. And this is why it's important, I feel, for you not to tie your self-esteem, your self-acceptance to the outcome or achievement in life. Be committed to the process. Be committed to the journey because it's how you're being on the journey that creates everything. It's not what you do. It's not what you achieve because sometimes I've set out on a journey. I've set out on an intention and it's turned out differently than I anticipated. But in hindsight, it's perfection. It happened exactly the way it was supposed to. And if I think about it and I want to tweak it, there's no one part of it that I would change because it led me to this point in time. Like there are no mistakes. There really are no mistakes. And this was the attitude I was suggesting when I did the episode, God bless the broken road. Because every bump in the road, every detour, every pothole, every uh, side road brings you to this moment in time brings you to a different understanding, brings you to an understanding that you would not have otherwise. I've been in some not-so-amazing relationships in the past, but all those educated me. It was in my, my retrospect, in my, you know, looking at it, what did I do wrong? What could I do differently? That was interesting. I would analyze all parts of it, not always when I was in it, but I could do so amazingly, you know, in hindsight. But I always learned. I always became better. I always uh, did better. And I by no means have it perfect. I'm still learning. We're still creating uh, day by day, conversation by conversation. I've never been in a relationship before with a woman like my wife. She is completely amazing. And she challenges me on a lot of different levels, intellectually, motivationally. Like she makes me think bigger than I do for myself sometimes. And I think pretty damn big. 
but she's insightful. She's intelligent. And I consider myself intelligent when she has a point of view that's counter to mine, which often happens, not always. Um, I am resistant at times. I admit I am resistant to accepting a different point of view. You have to prove it to me, you know, because I have a, you know, I have a considered point of view, considered mindset. And so if there's something counter to that, then uh, I'm somewhat reluctant to take on another position. And that irritates her from time to time. And I know that sometimes I irritate her. Very rarely, very rarely do I irritate her. (laughs) But we are amazing together. She's a perfect partner. Um, She just makes me more of what I can be. Just by being in her presence. There's nothing she does necessarily. She just kind of demands that. She expects it from me. And she accepts me for who I am and who I will be. That's the beauty of it. Sometimes people get in a relationship and you're waiting for the other person to fall into line. You know, someday when they get their ducks in a row, then this relationship will really be good. Now, it has to be good today. It has to be good now. You have to be able to accept them how they are, the way they are right now, and have nothing change, and it'd be okay. Because you can't guarantee that. Other people's transformations, other people's development is up to them. It's not up to you. Don't go out to build a better husband. Don't go waiting for a better wife to show up. Love them, accept them for who they are today. And this especially goes for your kids. They are the people they are. They have developed the way they develop. Love them, accept them for who they are. I think you can do no greater harm than to overly criticize who they are as a person. Like, it's not enough. My dad was that to a little degree. He just saw that I could do something better. The gift that my mother gave me is that there was times when I kind of disappointed her, but I was all right. I was okay. I was figuring it out. And it was that acceptance that helped balance everything. But that shadow belief of feeling that you're not enough, I'm not enough, I'm not good enough, I can't be good enough, I'll never get it right, that comes from being overly criticized when you are younger. And it takes a, a mature mind to look back on that and realize that the the intention was beautiful. The intention was out of love. They wanted you to be amazing. They wanted you to be the best expression that you are. And by and large, they were amateur trainers. They, lacking proper instruction, defaulted to their training. They defaulted to how they were treated when they were growing up. So they see what is wrong and they point out what's wrong rather than reinforcing what's approximately right, reinforcing the things you're doing well, knowing that the other stuff will fall into place. So coming back to your partner, focus on what they're doing right. Focus on what they do amazing. Focus on the best attributes that they have, the things that you love about them. And don't be in the wanting for anything different. And this is where we'll talk a little bit about law of attraction more specifically Because this has all been about the law of attraction, magnetizing, creating the reality that you want. You know, sometimes people are in the wanting, the desire for things to be different. And that comes from the space of lack and scarcity. I have the experience of something not being present, something missing. It seems like it's missing. And so I focus on that feeling of lack, that feeling that something's not complete. And so remembering that energy flows where attention goes 
When you focus on the things that you don't have, when you focus on the lack, that's where the energy goes, creating more lack. Now, something a lot of people don't understand is that you can want things that you have. Some people think that, you know, you want it if you don't have it. No, you can want and appreciate the things you have. You want the relationship you have. You want the dynamic. You want the opportunity to grow and learn. You want the opportunity to have intimate connection and express yourself. You want that dynamic. You want the chance. You want the opportunity and you appreciate the fact that you have it. I hear people say at times, I want unlimited abundance. I'm attracting unlimited abundance. What you don't get is you already have unlimited abundance. You just don't recognize it. So what you really want is the awareness. I want the awareness that I already have unlimited abundance. It's all around you. The universe is naturally abundant. There's a trillion dollar economy. You know, a trillion dollar changes hands every day, every hour. You have the experience of putting money in the bank, but it doesn't stay there. They, they turn around and invest it. They loan it out. They put it to work. Money doesn't really stay anywhere. It is always working. It's circulating in the economy. And in the realm of attracting more money, you just think of opening up your pocket and a few more dollars flowing in. You have access to more money that you can control, that you can change. And, and you love the fact that you live in an abundant economy. You love the fact that you live in an abundant universe. And whether or not you experience that or not is the idea, the perspective that everything is working out perfectly. It's perfection. It's going to work out for you. And I love the phrase, in the end, everything works out. If it's not working out, it's not yet the end. And it is your attitude that makes the difference. I remember when I was in India, I took a youth leadership group there, and we're standing out in front of uh, Mother Teresa's mission in Kolkata. And I had a bottle of water in my hand, and I felt it yanked out of my hand. And it was a little little boy. He had grabbed the water, and he started drinking it. And at first, I was a little irritated, but I figured he needed it more than I did. And then I got curious. How did he know that he could take it from me, and I would let him keep it? He had a, a, an amazing smile. He had a demeanor about him. The guy, the, he was only like seven or eight years old, but he was streetwise. His name was Robbie. And as I was talking to him, some of my other youth leaders, my, my young students, they were 15 to 25, they started talking to him. And so they were asking him, you know, where he lived, what he did. They found out that he was living on the street and they felt sorry for him. And he's like, don't feel sorry for me. I, but you're not happy. And he's like, I'm happy. I have water. He held up the water and he pointed to a, a pile of boxes in the middle of the square and said, I have a home. I have a place to sleep. And when I'm hungry, I have food. I have everything I need. I get to talk to people. I can go anywhere I want. I'm happy. You see, he got that the universe was abundant. Was his life perfect? No. Was he happy? Yes, because it was the attitude that he carried around with him. It was what he brought to the table. I, I wonder sometimes where he is today, what his life is like. But he was happy. And that was a theme that my students came up against time and time again. At any point in time where they thought that someone was worse off than them, there was no way that they could be happy. But in questioning them, in asking deeper questions, they would always find out that they were happy. They were satisfied with their life. So you know it's not what you have 
that makes you happy. There's people worth millions of dollars, even billionaires, have committed suicide. So you know it's not what you have that makes a difference. It's who you're being. It's the attitude that you take. It's the perspective that you have on life that makes the difference for your life. So if things aren't turning out exactly the way you want, focus on what you want. It's in your life already. Be in appreciation for those things and say it out loud. Acknowledge them. I love and appreciate X. I love and appreciate my wife since I started this conversation out for the person that she is and what she brings to our partnership. She's an amazing person just without me, but together we create something pretty special. Well, that's it for this one. And before I go, before I let you go, I wanted to remind you that I still have a couple of spots open of my customized, personalized hypnotic audios. You can learn more about those at yesdaniel.com backslash hypno. The link is in the show notes. And if you're not up to speed on this, that opening may or may not be available because I don't always make these sessions uh, open. I close it from time to time when I get busy. And sometimes I go an entire year or two years before I open it up because the process is a little more labor intensive than some things. I We create an interview where I, I get together with you on Zoom and we talk and I find out what you want to intend, what you want to create. And then I get some background on your story. What stories are in your mind? What's, what metaphors are there that I can utilize to amplify the results for you? And so the audio that I create takes about a week and I process it, I meditate on it, and it's very personal for you. It's tailored especially for you based on your wants and needs and the intention that you create. And again, the link will be in the show notes and I'll also have in the show notes that other episode that I mentioned, God Bless the Broken Road. So until next time, this is your friend and host, Daniel DeNovi, urging you to follow your bliss. Live your life from inner signals. Be inner directed. Come from your heart as you live the epic adventure. Thank you.